Hi everyone, welcome back to my podcast channel Juanita Strode, where we discuss everything relating to holistic wellness. What does that mean? That entails being physically fit, mentally fit, emotionally fit, as well as spiritually fit. It's so important that all these particular elements are actually in sync in order for us to achieve true healing and of course to be our best to be the best versions of ourselves. Today's episode we're talking about an important subject and I believe that whether you are losing weight, gaining weight, trying to maintain weight, it's something which is applicable to everyone and more importantly just understanding the building blocks of your nutrition. The subject is the foundations of nutrition and we are basically going to talk about what comprises of a healthy diet. This is very important, like I said, even if you're just trying to be a healthy human being, we always need to be cognizant and know when we eat something, what is it doing? Is it fuel? Is it fueling our body? How is it fueling our body? Because ultimately, we only have one body and we need to make sure that we take care of it so that it can take care of us for longer. Cool. It's a very, very educational one, so I need you guys to focus and take a couple of notes where you can. What is a healthy diet comprised of? A healthy diet is comprised of macronutrients as well as micronutrients. What are macronutrients? Macronutrients are nutritional compounds that provide your body with energy, which your body needs in significant quantities for daily functioning. The three macronutrients which are important are the following. Healthy carbohydrates, healthy proteins, as well as healthy fats. While each type supplies you with most of the energy you need to operate on a day-to-day basis, they all have different roles in your body. And let's look at each category separately. Carbohydrates. Oh my goodness. Carbs have the worst reputation when it comes to any food group there is out there. People hate carbs. The second they eat carbs, they're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm getting fat, I'm going to gain weight. The first thing people eliminate when they're trying to lose weight, carbs, 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 carbs. However, carbohydrates are an important part of a healthy diet. Carbohydrates are the macronutrient that we actually need the large, in the largest amounts and are the body's preferred source of fuel. The recommended daily intake is between 45 to 65% of your calories should come from your carbohydrates. Did you hear that? 45 to 65% of your calories should come from your, car- from your carbohydrates. Why are carbohydrates important or why do we particularly need them? I've listed five reasons and I mean these are just a few out of a myriad of reasons. The first one, it is because it is the body's main source of fuel. Secondly, carbohydrates are easily used by the body for energy. All of the tissues and cells in our body can use glucose for energy. Third, carbohydrates are necessary and needed for the central nervous system, the kidneys, the brain, muscles, including the heart, to function properly. Four, carbohydrates can be stored in muscles and the liver and later used for energy. Least, but last but not least, Carbohydrates are important for intestinal health. Intestinal, intestinal. <laughs> you guys get a drift of it. And waste elimination. The thing that is really key that people fail to let you know when they tell you carbs are bad, carbs are like going to make you fat. 
is the fact that carbohydrates are not made the same, or rather, let me say, they are not created equally. Firstly, as a general rule of thumb, the more of food looks like it did before it was harvested, the more nutrients it has. Carbohydrates are broken down into three subcategories, simple carbs, complex starch carbohydrates, and complex fiber carbohydrates. Remember, simple carbs, complex starch carbohydrates, and complex fiber carbohydrates. What are simplex carbohydrates? Simplex carbs are made of sugar, fruit juice, and fruits. The simplest form of carbohydrates is glucose. Natural simple carbs are not bad, and they include fructose, which is found in fruits, and lactose, which is found in milk. However, the simple sugars found in sucrose, including table sugar, is the kind of sugar you should really avoid or consume minimally, especially when you're trying to lose weight. Although natural simple carbs such as fructose and lactose are healthy, they should of course be consumed in moderation when calories are highly restricted. Number two, complex starch carbohydrates. These carbs consist of grains, peas, beans, and root vegetables. They have good nutrients. However, starches are often found refined, which is not ideal. By refined, we mean carbs, refined carbs are when complex carbs undergo a process where the fibrous part of the grain is removed and lose healthy properties. For example, they include white flour, white rice, white bread, cornflakes, most sugary cereals, noodles, pasta, etc. It is highly advisable that you limit your refined carbs just as much as you would any type of sugar. Thirdly, the last component underneath carbs. We've got complex fiber carbohydrates. What do we mean by complex fiber carbohydrates? Complex fibrous carbohydrates carry important nutrients such as vitamins and minerals which our body really needs. Foods in this category include non-starchy veggies. They contain the least amount of calories and it is basically nearly impossible to overeat green vegetables. In terms of now how much, or in terms of, as a rule of thumb, in terms of how much carbohydrates you should be eating, half your plate should be vegetables, a quarter of your plate should be protein, and the other quarter should be starchy vegetables or whole grain. That basically sums up what carbohydrates are for you. And like I said again, they are broken down into three elements, which I just shared with you at the present moment. Now moving on to protein, which is, to be quite honest, one of my absolute favorite macronutrients, mainly because they are very important when it comes to um, building muscle, you know, you're all about the gains. So protein is a macronutrient which supplies the body with energy which you need to operate and it is essential to building muscle. Mm -hmm, I said it. <laughs> it is comprised of amino acids which are organic compounds made of carbon, hydrogen, nitrogen, oxygen or sulfur. Basically all you need to know, you don't have to remember all these things, just know that protein is comprised of amino acids 
and amino acids are the building blocks of protein and proteins are the building, building blocks of muscle. Remember, protein has amino acids. Amino acids are the building blocks of protein and proteins are the building blocks of muscle mass. Protein makes up to almost 15% of a person's body weight. The amount of muscle you will have, of course, depends on your activity level, your age, muscle mass, genetics, current physique, and current state of health. The recommended daily intake of protein is between 10 to 35% of your calories, which should come from protein. Every cell in the human body contains protein. It is a major part of the skin, muscle, organs, and glands. So protein is very important, guys. What is protein needed for? Protein is needed for growth. Protein is needed for tissue repair. Thirdly, in order for your immune function, for your immune to function properly, protein is essential for making hormones and enzymes. Protein is needed for energy when carbohydrates are not available. And protein, lastly, is needed for preserving lean muscle mass. I'm going to give you guys examples of plant-based proteins as well as animal-based protein. In terms of animal-based protein, you have your chicken breast, which is honestly my go-to source of protein. And what I love the most about chicken breast is that it's not fatty. You know, um, this is particularly why I don't eat red meat very often because it also has that like fat on the side of it and I, I don't particularly enjoy it. So with chicken breast, I know precisely how many calories I'm putting in and I've got a scale which I use. You can find it from Discamp or from Clicks. It's about a hundred and something. But this is honestly when you are really pedantic and you really want to count and calculate how many calories you're consuming a day or not. If you generally just want to, you can really go forth with a weight loss program or weight gain without having to intently monitor your macros. I did that for about a month or so, and then I figured out basically rule of thumb, how much protein I can have, how much carbs I should have, and how much veggies I should have in order to achieve my particular weight goal. So like I said, that's chicken breast, turkey, tuna, salmon, hake shrimp and trout, lean steaks, cheese and milk, as well as egg whites. Those are animal-based protein sources which you can incorporate in your diet. I mean, chicken breasts as well as tuna are really some of the most um, cost-effective, as well as eggs, um, and of course, cheese and milk. If you, are, if you prefer plant-based protein, you can have legumes, so those contain that those consist of beans, lentil, lentils and chickpeas, tofu, soy soya products, nuts and seeds, which includes almonds, hazelnuts, mixed nuts, peanuts, peanut butter, sunflower seeds, or walnut. However, due to the high fat content, these should be consumed in relatively small amounts. And of course, thirdly, you can get your protein through protein supplements. That's your whey protein, your casein. There's so many of them available in the market. However, I want to stress to you that you don't necessarily have to be on protein supplements. The reason why I take protein supplements 
is because of the fact that I often don't get around to consuming as much protein that I need for the day and only because it's convenient. So what I do after a workout, I'll just grab a protein as a source of fuel and that is not my breakfast. That's not my meal replacement. It is merely a post-workout shake that I'm having and I mean, it's protein, so it's absolutely necessary. So depending on your lifestyle, I'll always, always suggest that you consume any food in its most natural type. I am not pro food replacements, meal replacements. Those are expensive and they are unnecessarily expensive. And to be quite honest, I've said this before, rather eat your calories than drink your calories. By drinking your calories, it's like blending 10 fruits or like five fruits in one go and you drink it. Number one, that's not going to keep you full for longer. Whereas actual food will keep you full for longer. If you're going to have that smoothie or that meal replacement, now 30 minutes to an hour later, you're going to be hungry, which means that you're going to eat even more. So what you don't realize is that on a normal basis, you would never eat five to 10 fruits in one go. Virtually, like you wouldn't. Like, nobody does that. Nobody eats 10 fruits a day. But yet, you just want to consume 10 fruits. Imagine all the sugar there is, the already reason there. And then on top of it, you're going to eat your normal day-to-day -day food without realizing you've already more than eaten what you're supposed to. Because even though you eat healthy, you can overeat on healthy things, which will sabotage your weight loss. So people will say, like, I'm eating very healthy, X, Y, Z. But if you're not monitoring how much you're eating it's not about yes it's about calories do matter and the quality of the calories that do matter however at the end of the day is a numbers game if you're not in a calorie deficit meaning that you are eating less calories than you than you are expending you will not lose weight doesn't matter what you eat you need to always ensure that you're in a calorie deficit once I say, and hence again, why I preach the fact that don't drink your calories, rather eat them. They keep you fuller for longer. And any normal day, you wouldn't be eating 20 apples in one go. However, with the smoothie, you end up doing that and then boom, weight loss doesn't happen. And like I said, again, I take protein supplements mainly because of the fact that it's convenient. And secondly, because I often don't have enough time to get around to eating as much protein as I'm supposed to. It's not a necessity. The more natural your protein, honestly, the better. And the last component of macronutri macronutrients are fats. Fat may evoke a negative connotation, for example, being the cause of weight gain. However, some fat is essential for survival. Yes, a recommended daily intake of 20 to 35% of your calories should come from fat. Fat is required for several things, and I will name, what, five things? Fat is important for normal growth and development. Fat is important for energy. Fat is the most concentrated source of energy. Thirdly, it is necessary for absorbing fat-soluble vitamins, such as vitamin A, D, E, K, as well as carotenoids. And, of course, fourthly, they provide cushioning for the organs. Five, they maintain cell membranes and sex. They provide taste, consistency, and stability to foods. What is fat made up of? Fat is essentially made up out of building blocks called fatty acids. Some of the fatty acids cannot be produced by your body. This has to be obtained from your diet. These are known as essential fatty acids, which include omega-3 and omega-6. It is extremely important to include the right fat into your diet. 
emphasis on the right fat. There are, in fact, three main types of fat. Saturated fat, unsaturated fat, and trans fat. Let's dig a little bit deeper into these particular types of fats. Saturated fats and trans fats have been shown to increase your risk of developing heart diseases. And replacing those fats in your diet with unsaturated fat has been shown to decrease the risk. The average, the average man, like I said, should consume no more than 30 grams of saturated fat per day. And the average woman, no more than 20 grams, per, 20 grams of fat per day. In order to achieve that, use lean meat and remove the skin and visible fat before cooking. Yes, you heard that correctly. Use canola, canola oil instead of butter, which will help cutting down the saturated fat. To avoid trans fats, you should limit your intake of hard brick margarine, pastries, cake, biscuits, I want to cry, chocolate, I want to cry, and deep fried food. Honestly, I'm dead. <laughs> so those are all the things which we often love and, you know, we enjoy every now and again. However, I'm not saying eliminate them completely from your diet. Just moderate. Moderation, moderation is always, always key. So here are a couple of sources, good sources of unsaturated flat. Sun, firstly, sunflower oil, rapeseed oil, olive oil, and spread made from these oils is important. Secondly, avocados, yep, you heard it right, nuts and seeds, oily fish such as mackerel, salmon, or trout. These are particularly good sources of omega-3. So these are just a few sources which you can obtain your healthy fats from. And like I said, don't go eat an entire avocado and like you're gonna like don't go overdo it, don't go overeat it, or else you're going to exceed your macros and boom, you're not gonna lose weight. And moving to the second component of what you know, a part of the foundations of a, of a, of, an, of, a, of a good diet of nutrition, we just spoke about macronutrients and we established that they consist of carbohydrates proteins and healthy fats and we broke down what each one is and the different kind of food sources which you can obtain those particular macronutrients which are needed in considerable considerable amounts of your for your body to function now we move on to the second part micronutrients micronutrients consist of vitamins and minerals these fall under micronutrients while only needed in small amounts by your body they play an important role in human development and well-being. Lack of micronutrients can lead to stunted growth in children and increased risk for various diseases in adulthood. Let's break down the first one, vitamins. There are two types of vitamins, water-soluble vitamins and fat-soluble vitamins. Water-soluble vitamins are easily lost through the body fluids and must be replaced each day. Water-soluble vitamins include the B-complex vitamins and vitamin C, vitamin B-C, vitamin B-9, and B-12 are the three of the most well-known B-complex vitamins. Vitamin Bs can be found in many different food sources, such as chicken liver, milk, and eggs. We should, of course, focus on dark greeny leaf vegetables, such as broccoli, spinach, and kale. Vitamin C is very important for skin health, 
healing, and anti-aging. You can obtain vitamin C from fresh fruits like berries, oranges, tomatoes, and guava. Secondly, fat-soluble vitamin tends to accumulate within the body and are not on a daily basis, are not needed on a daily basis. Fat-soluble vitamins are A, D, E, and K. There are also two forms of minerals. So now we just spoke about vitamins and we said that we established the fact that there are two types of vitamins, water-soluble vitamins, easily lost to the body daily, which are essentially needed quite a lot. Fat-soluble vitamins that are not needed every single day and they can be found in vitamin A, D, E, and K. So those are vitamins. The second component of micronutrients is macro minerals. They are needed in large amounts and they include the following. Calcium, magnesium, phosphorus, sodium, and potassium. So yeah, those are basically your macronutrients, your macro minerals, which are needed in large amounts. And then secondly, underneath minerals, you have micro minerals. They are needed in small amounts. Hence why micro and the other one macro and they include iron copper iodine zinc and fluoride in terms of micronutrients in food all foods generally contain micronutrients however i've below compiled a list of micronutrients and common foods where you can actually find them so your calcium you can find in your milk yogurt spinach and sardines your vitamin b12 can be found in your beef fish cheese and eggs Zinc can be found in your zinc, can be found in your beef, cashews, garbanzo beans, and turkey. Potassium, which can be found in your bananas, spinach, potatoes, and apricots. Lastly, vitamin C, and you can of course find vitamin C in oranges, pepper, broccoli, and bananas. So we are <laughs> at the end of this podcast. Like I said, it is very, very um, fact-heavy, educational-driven, and it's important that you listen to it and take notes as and long as you can. Listen to it again and again and again. That's the beauty of it being there. Like I said, fundamental blocks of nutrition, macronutrients, micronutrients, macro, carbs, fats, protein micro, your vitamins, and your minerals. And they are each broken down into two components. And like I said, you don't have to stress yourself too much. I know it might be a bit confusing. And I'm always caught between how much to share, how much to not share, because I don't want to, um, I don't want to be, I don't want to overwhelm people that are just starting out and they're trying to figure out where on earth am I going to find copper, where am I, on earth am I going to find potassium or sodium. Like I said, in terms of micronutrients, micronutrients, they are generally contained in most foods. Therefore, you don't have to worry about it. And of course, based on, honestly, based on your health and based on what your doctor has recommended, maybe you've got certain deficiencies. And if you do have certain deficiencies, it means that you will probably have to have more vitamin B or you have to increase your potassium, which you can find from your bananas. So it all depends on that. Of course, if you have any deficiencies, you can find that um, you will have to discuss with your doctor to ensure that you meet your optimal level of the micronutrients that you have. And basically, that's it. This is really the you know, it lays down everything you need to know from your, for your, for your nutrition. And these are the building blocks of your nutrition. 
This is genuinely, if you want to just know more about food or know more about the source of food and what's good for your body. And I normally, when I look at food, I always read upon every single thing. And when I see something, I ask myself, what benefit or what good or what purpose is it going to serve my body? And that's how I fell in love with food. And that's how I fell in love with nutrition. And that's why when I eat something healthy, I get really excited because I know that, you know what? It's pumping up my blood. It's giving food to my kidneys. It's just doing something to my body. And for me, that's what comes with looking at food as a source of fuel and not just as like, it's, a, it's broccoli, it's broccoli. So yes, so I'm done with this particular podcast. Um, like as always, if you guys have any questions, shoot if you text, you know, text me, tweet me, DM me, Instagram me, email me, my information is available. It's all out there. My Twitter is Juanita underscore Kumalo, Instagram J-U-A Kumalo, well, at J-U-A Kumalo, and my email address is in my bio, so if that's all that you need to reach me then. And of course, this pod, this podcast, I did the research, I compiled it, and it was it was moderated by a qualified dietitian to make sure that I always give you guys correct and factual information. And it's so key for me to do that. And that my dietitian that I work closely with, her name is Tammy. And Tammy's contact details are, she's got a website, www.tammydietitian.co.za. Her email address is Tammy, T-A-M-M-Y dot D-I-E-T-I-T-A dot, no, let's say that, T-A-M-M-Y dot D-I-E-T-I-T-I-A-N at gmail dot com. Her cell phone number, if you want to reach her telephonically, her cell phone number is 079 397-2113. She is also listed under my wellness directory on the www.trebwellness.com website in case you didn't get that or in case you want to like find out, get information at a later stage. And a dietitian is very, very key and crucial in terms of just your general health and putting together um, a recommended plan, which of course has different macro and micronutrients specific to your body's needs. So that's it for me. Thank you very much for tuning in as always. And I cannot wait again to release this podcast. If you guys have any suggestions, shoot as always. I'm here. Peace out. Boom. Bye.